from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on v the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. This show, as always, is brought to you by DraftKings, and it is Thursday who's uh, with the maestro. Mike Palm is the VP of this great property along with the Golden Gate and the D here downtown. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, New Haven, Connecticut. Our loyal Nesson family out there watching. Last Chance, Iowa. Last Chance, Iowa. Peekaboo, Marquis, we see you. Hurt, Virginia. Our very vocal mass and following. Happy Adventure, Newfoundland. Everybody that's been watching on Roger Sportsnet in Canada for all these many years. Friendsville, Pennsylvania on Sportsnet. That's seen throughout the whole state, not just in Pittsburgh, I was informed. Foul Rift, New Jersey. Everyone watching on YouTube TV and Zizix, California. Final sunrise over sun, over spectrum. The, uh, Beautiful. For people who don't know, Zizix Road, yes. they've made a big deal out of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like The thought is it's, it's a road in the middle of nowhere when you're driving from Las Vegas to L.A. or vice versa. And if you get sidetracked and have to like turn off on that road, you might, your life might be over with. Like that's the thought. Yeah, no one will ever find you. That's the no, you're yeah. done. <laughs> Z-Z-Y-Z-X, Zigzag yeah. Road. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so you came on yeah. last week, and you, you brought up Green Bay, and I'm like, uh, boy, I'm not so sure about that one, Mike. You scoffed at me when I, I said Cleveland was going to be good. Then you scoffed at me when I brought up the Packers plus seven. Yeah, oh, I've scoffed many a times in between. Scoffed at me five, four years ago when I said the Chiefs couldn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I said that that video resurfaced. This right. Week. No, no chance. Yeah, but you did very well to the Packers last week. I did do very well, but I mean, if you go back, remember I talked about the segment Gil did teams with below five hundred season win totals every year since two thousand one has made the playoff nineteen of the twenty three years, two four this year, right? Yeah, all, all four covered. The Rams didn't advance. They covered the three, closed three and a half year, right? No pressure. These teams that go into wild card weekend on a free roll. Houston was free rolling at home, right? I mean, they, they, they weren't expected to do Tampa Bay's free rolling. These AFC and NFC South teams that win a division are all expected to lose their home game, right? Packers totally free rolling. They were out of it, yep. right? They were done. They were going nowhere. Thanksgiving happens. They get back into all the pressure on Dallas. I can't believe he retained McCarthy. That's a head scratcher to me. I, I would have bet the opposite way there. Uh-huh. And so if if you go through this, you know, they had never they had never won anything, right? What's Dak won? Nothing really. At least Lamar's won two. It was gonna be two MVPs now this year. I just thought the pressure would be too much if things went poorly there. The Packers, I give LaFleur, I've been a critic of LaFleur. Huh? I give him credit. 
It's it's now five times this year he's won the flip and taken the ball, not deferred. They score a touchdown every time, yeah, right? Yeah. They did that to Dallas, and then Dak throws the pick. I mean, Jair was hurt going into the game. We made fun of him, the self-appointed captain. That's the play of the game because now it's 14 to nothing. And now all the pressure in the world's on Dak and, and them boys. And you can tell. I mean, oh. he Dak mm-hmm. entered that game looking like he had the most pressure in the world on his shoulders, and he played like it the, pretty much until it was over with. Even with C.D. Lamb right from the get. I oh, mean, forcing it to him, I, air mailing it. Oh, Really a bad performance out of him. Yeah. How about Dan Quinn? What are they doing? They're down 30 in the second half, and they got six in the box. You know, the Packers are just trying to run the clock up. They're playing a soft zone on defense, giving uh-huh. you everything you want, and he's got five in the box. He's letting them run for 8, 10, 12 yards a pop. What yeah. was going on there? Okay, uh, so again, you had yeah, them every yeah, which way yeah, but lose yeah, the Packers. Okay. Have you identified a similar bet that you like as much or close no. to No, okay. No, but I think Tampa will give Detroit more of a game than this is the common thought here because I think this game will go to seven. Here and I actually think Bowles. The only, the only concern is Detroit will be able to run the ball. Philadelphia didn't want to run the ball, right? They for some reason, whatever that show was on Monday night down there. I think Detroit can run the ball, but I think Tampa makes enough plays, and I think Bowles does enough on defense to force some field goals and get a few punts that keeps this game close. I haven't made a bet yet uh, on this round. Yesterday, Tim asked you. You mentioned on prime time of the Saturday games, what's the best bet? And how will the, what will the book need? I said, I think we're going to be equally split on the Packers and Niners because we get a lot of Niners money here. At pa- I said, I think we will need Baltimore. People will bet Houston off this. And then he put out the poll question. What's the best bet of those four? Packers, 23%. Niners, 23%. Texans, like 40%. There you go. Yeah, right? And, and very few people mm. uh, on Baltimore. So I think we will need Baltimore. And you could probably draw a line through that first game this year, right? I mean, that C.J. Stroud's oh, first. Oh, absolutely. And they, they yeah. just overwhelmed them, right? They, I would say the same thing about the meeting in October between Detroit and Tampa a long time ago. Yep. Um, how does uh, Derek Stevens is going to the game? How do your Detroit people feel about it? Oh. It's going to be a great atmosphere if they oh. can go to the NFC title game. They're so elated and very pricey tickets. He got a street yeah. there. He's bringing a crew. I think they, they, the stat came out it was the priciest ever Divisional ever, round game. Ever yep. divisional round game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this, people have been waiting for 30 years for this. They were so happy. I mean, they're crying everywhere, anyone that has any association. And, you know, and now now they get Tampa and they're a touchdown favorite. And, you know, they're going to go to San Francisco and, 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 and win and get to a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. I mean, they can just taste this, right? They're, it's much more than even Michigan was. I guess Michigan had been to the playoff three straight years sure. and all that. But well, no right. doubt. Great point. Right. <laughs> this would be the first time since 1957 if they win multiple playoff <laughs> games in the same season. Can't believe so. that. Um, so did you give us a hint there when you said you think the game is going to go to seven? Are you guys trending that way? I, yes, I think it will. And we get the Detroit money here as well. Right. We went to three and a half on the Rams game. I think it will. I just don't know who's going to be a lot of buyback here on on Tampa, and I think Detroit will get teased to death too this weekend. Might be part of this Saturday. The money line parlays. It looks like a three-team money line parlay, right? You're going to go oh. n- n- Niners, oh, yeah. Ravens, Lions this week, and then the other games. Just going to be the best game of yeah. maybe the whole playoff. Which team screws it up then? The money line parlay. That's what Tim asked me. I I don't know. I can't say San Francisco, even though I think Green Bay's playing the best of all the other the, the underdogs. I, this San Francisco team to me, still, I would I would bet them against Baltimore in, in a Super Bowl. I just think they're so good. They're so loaded offensively. Unless Purdy has one of these Christmas night games where he turns it over three or four times. How are they losing? Who's under the most pressure? Lamar or Purdy? No, I think Lamar. At they, least Lamar got paid, though. If Purdy yeah. implodes, will, will, they even, will they even lock him up for the future? That's what but that's what Purdy's facing with So him. you think personally, from a financial family standpoint? Everything, yes. Yeah, that's a good point, Paul. Uh, I, I just think to, yeah. Lamar is the whole storyline of Lamar's career is he doesn't show up in the playoffs, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And yep. he's trying to have a, a career. We had the, uh, Sam Monson on from PFF, and he gave us the top eight quarterbacks since week nine and including the playoff round. Their, their PFF rankings, mm-hmm. one and two are playing in San Francisco. Even with that Christmas game, Purdy's number one and Love's number two. Lamar is fifth. <sighs> Mahomes is sixth. Out of the playoff quarter, and they'd be deeper because Stafford and Dak were both ahead of these, ahead of the bottom of these eight packs. Well, we tried to rank the quarterbacks left in the playoffs yesterday. Yeah. It's impossible. I said before the weekend, rank the AFC head coaches in the wild card round. Really hard to do. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys kick this around in your show yesterday? 
Who's the worst quarterback playing on Saturday? Uh, no, we did not. Stroud, uh-huh. Jackson, mm-hmm. Love, mm-hmm. Purdy. Who's the worst guy? Well, you know, I think all the Love stuff is unfair because the sample size is too short. I mean, in the moment, in the moment, you, Stroud too, in the moment you might say Purdy, right, just because of current form. I mean, Love's done nothing wrong here. The, the only game that he really kind of messed up on, I don't know if it really affected anybody here, was that game in, in it, it, it <laughs> met life on that Monday. <laughs> On that Monday night, that's really his only off game in three nah, months. Yeah. Nah, that game. <laughs> no, nobody bet on that game. Nobody, nobody did anything right. Nobody hit the was watching. Side of a barn in that game. Oh God, yeah, I, I couldn't that. believe it. And, and Tommy played and well. And they still had a shot to win the game. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Barry didn't think that you know he's going to run. To be well, see, is right to down the going to run. Right Isn't that the field. mismatch of the weekend though? When, when you really think about it, it's Shanahan against Joe Barry. Come on, it is. Come on, yeah. Right. And even even in Dallas, right? Dallas drops the ball twice. Dak takes that ridiculous sack when they were in, in the red zone, right? Or their oh, field goal yeah, range, yeah, and then they so don't even... Bad. They were self-inflicted wounds in the first half offensively. It's not that they didn't move the ball at all. So you, you don't you have to think, isn't the, the best bet on this game probably the 49er team total? Over. Over, it's at 30? Is that what the number is? In that is? range, yeah. yeah. I yeah. would think that's probably the best bet of the game. You guys have had this up for months. What would you do now? Ravens Niners versus the field. You got as high as plus 140 on the no Monday. Now it's plus 125. I still bet those two, right? I mean, even, even you know, I, I see I, Buffalo or Kansas City going to Baltimore is still going to be an upset, right? I think San Francisco is the best team. I heard several people say, oh, the NFC opened up for San Francisco because Dallas got knocked out. What? Dallas was never winning in San oh, Francisco. No, no, I think that no. was a bad thing for them. I think there's more uncertainty with Dallas being out. There was no way in the world Dallas is going there and winning. I could not agree more. I give the Packers a better puncher's chance going there and than Dallas. Yeah, because the variance might go their way in that game. They dominate Dallas. They match up in every way with Dallas. Shanahan just kills them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Remember uh, when they killed them the first time they played and Micah Parsons was on his podcast and he's like, yeah, keep talking. And Debo comes (laughs) back and he says, it might be worse next time. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) and they, I mean, it was never a game the first time they played. It was over in the first quarter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the first game of the year. Every game of the year was a bust except a couple of them the Buffalo were in were decent games. Juiciest Super Bowl we could get to you would be what? People ask that. Everything because it's in Las Vegas for Vegas is, is it's kind of a wash. Um, I think a 49ers-Chiefs rematch uh, is a pretty juicy Super Bowl. Wow. I do. I well, do. What do you think about Bills-Lions? Well, insanity. Well, that's insanity. Yeah, that's like Cubs Red Sox, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like for the fan bases. Right. Oh, the city might burn. Yeah, we, yeah, we run out we of beer. We had a great crowd here on, on Monday for that for the Bills uh, and uh, Steelers game. I was surprised because huh. it was moved the day, right? I think. Do you think the NFL next year thinks about doing a two-two-two format on Wild Card? Yes, weekend? I do. Especially if it's that holiday. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. All those NHL Probably. early games. What a day Monday was. All right, let's follow the money yeah. here on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, the maestro has a special surprise for no hyperbole and a recommendation to win the cup. And we're not talking at one of the teams near the top of the board here. Oh, no. You got to dig and dig and dig some more. Find out who that is coming up next here on VEASAN. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't already checked out the new vcin.com, we have a fresh new look, enhanced navigation, and a mobile-first focus. Time is money in sports betting, and the site's pages have been built to load quickly. We've also expanded the educational content and strategy sections for both new and experienced bettors. I don't know what I'm doing, but for all those people who have questions about the new app and what's going on and, and uh, the sunsetting of the app, go to vcin.com slash FAQ, vcin.com. Slash FAQ. Check out the new VEASAN.com today. Here we go. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. I just think we're going to do a special no hyperbole because, you know, we started no hyperbole in the football season of 2019, Mitch. In large part, this was your brainchild. Um, and I think the very first notable one was Wild Card Weekend that year, right? We had that Rose Bowl, Oregon, uh, Wisconsin, and then we had Corinthian and all that and that crazy game, Buffalo at, at uh, Houston. Boger McFarland. Boger McFarland. Should have, should have taken a knee on fourth and ten. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> you remember, Paul. So I'm going to do, this is really kind of the four-year anniversary of that weekend. I'm going to do a special No Hyperbole Mount Rushmore. But before I do, a few quick thoughts on this past week, if I would have done a traditional No Hyperbole. How about the end of the UNLV game? Where you watch, oh. I was watching that live. They're up four with 10 seconds to go. Utah State comes down and hits a three. And oh, by the way, Utah State big man goes into the legs of a UNLV guy who has position. And they call the foul on UNLV, a five-point play, and they lose by one. Um, second one is obviously the Tampa Bay reporter who asked Bowles about playing on the freezing cold <laughs> in Detroit. And then, and then they've got to do something with this quarterback sliding rule because you can't let a guy fake and get a touchdown. And then, you know, the penalty they called, he totally tried to stop, and his stomach hit, hit Allen. Allen's the biggest faker in the game. Oh. He pulls his head back. He gets all these nonsense calls. I think that if you're going to let a quarterback fake slide, then – when they do slide, you can only call a personal foul if they get, it's like targeting, where they hit him in the head with the helmet or I think something it's fair. like that. Because this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah. He has all the advantage to it. All right. Let's go to the Mount Rushmore of no hyperbole. I give, I give, if there were five, there'd be one person. You know, you do honorable mentions. There's really one honorable mention to me. And there, this is a lifetime of achievement. It just can't be a one-hit wonder like Mitch Berger. The offensive coordinator <laughs> who wanted to have dinner with Hitler. He's still, he'd be wow. on my top ten all time, right? But... Leah, Leah Hextall is, is the honorable mention. She barely misses here, but clearly the worst announcer in sports, the shrieking, the not knowing what's going on in the game. It, it's, it's just awful. All right, let's get to the Mount Rushmore. Four gentlemen make this, this glorious honor, and we'll start with our friend Anthony Lynn, who made, Had to be on the list. Who made six appearances during <laughs> his time as the Chargers head coach from 2017 to 2020. All of them for game management decisions, either at the end of halves or at the end of games. The ironic thing about Anthony Lynn is the fact that he was not the worst Chargers head coach during this time. Uh, Brandon Staley was clearly a worse head coach. Anthony Lynn actually won a playoff game. Brandon Staley was up 27 in the playoff game, couldn't win a playoff game. Uh, and you think about Justin Herbert and the succession of coaches he had. 
Uh, Anthony Lynn makes the Mount Rushmore. I mentioned this gentleman a few moments ago, Tony Carrenti. Tony Carrenti, NFL official from 1995 to 2021 when he finally retired, uh, was a a referee for all but three of those seasons when he started as a back judge. Tony Carrenti, a high school teacher, social studies teacher, uh, won a state championship in baseball, baseball coach in California, had a distinguished career up until about the last three years. Uh, he was the he was the referee in Super Bowl in 2007, Colts Bears, but he really deteriorated towards the end and became very confused many times. Was awful with the roughing the passer. He called roughing the passer every time he moved by a quarterback. And of course, that game in Houston where they had three huge blown calls. The third of our four Mount Rushmore is Mario Cristobal. So what a combat! What a combination for Justin Herbert. Cristobal made five appearances. Uh, during his time as Oregon head coach from 2018 to 2021 and then in Miami since 2022. But the biggest thing about Cristobal is he will have a moment that can't be topped. He will have the all-time number one entry on no hyperbole in not taking a knee against Georgia Tech when they were under the play clock and didn't have to do anything. Instead, running the ball, they fumble, and Georgia Tech goes 70 yards in 30 seconds (laughs) to win the game. An offense that had like 140 yards the whole night. Yeah. And then this this number one is by distance here. 12 appearances in our four and a half years of no hyperbole. No other than our friend, Angel Hernandez. Simply the worst official in all of sports. He missed five months of the baseball season and still had three appearances this year. I mean, that that's that's how bad this guy is. Let's not even talk about his lawsuit against Major League Baseball because they won't make him a crew chief and they won't uh, put him in the World Series. He hasn't been in the World Series in 20 years. Well, there's a reason. He's absolutely horrible. Overturned three times in one playoff game at first base. CC Zabathia's comments are terrific. And a federal judge said objectively he is bad at his job. Joe Torrey's report on him in that lawsuit is amazing. So put a little bow on this thing. Our Mount Rushmore of no hyperbole. Yeah. Think about that. Uh, Lynn is on there for the Chargers, and you called him not even the worst head coach that Herbert has had. Oh, I don't think so. I thought Staley was worse, but Staley didn't have as many entries in no hyperbole. But all the nonsense decisions he made, and the fact that he was a defensive coach and their defense was 30th or worse every year, and he says, we believe in what we do. Yeah. We know how to teach it. We know how to coach it. Obstinate. Yep. Okay, so we got this question from multiple people. Yeah. Uh, you love the NHL. People asking for maybe a shot to win the Stanley Cup at this point of the season. And you know you're not going to go at the very top of the board. So who did you find? Yeah, I only, so this season I only um, bet, I only bet uh, the Kings pre-flop before the season started at 26 to 1. So I, I added two weeks ago a team at 90 to 1. They're still 75 to 1. It's actually the Calgary Flames because I think they sw- Jacob Markstrom flipped a switch. He was awful last year, and he was awful through the first six weeks this season. Something happened with Markstrom. Um, They're currently on the outside looking in at the playoffs, but only um, by uh, two points. But they do have a couple games. uh, Their opponents that are ahead of them have a couple games in hand. I think Calgary's playing really solid defensively. I know, obviously, they had a lot of people leave the program there, changing the coaching staff, and they're considered considered a long shot. But I think in this Pacific division where VGK is no longer dominant, right? Edmonton is disappointing. They've rallied here. Seattle's playing Seattle's playing better than they were before. Vancouver, how long can they continue it? I think, you know, the West is wide open this year. Winnipeg obviously had the long streak, right? I thought, I thought why did Hellebuck resign? This rebuild's gonna take too long. Here they go. They don't give up any goals. By the way, Detroit's only given up three goals, what, once in the last 12 games? If you're looking for some underplays uh, with that squad again last night in Florida. So I think Calgary's worth a shot at this price. You get in the playoffs, you can you can already make some money off of it. Oh, look at last year. Florida, eight seed. Oh. Got there all the way. Uh, have you been doing anything with Winnipeg totals? I played a few of them under. I had a good weekend with, with period totals. I think I went 14-3-4. And, and when I say four, that means I bet under one and a half. And I bet uh, I bet it back over. You came and, back. Yeah, I, I came back. Not that I tried to middle it, but that I just got off of it because there was a goal at some point early, and then I got off when it was a push number. Uh huh. That's your approach. It is my is approach. That, so explain that to people now, because you want to. You're typically going to go like first period under. I'm going to go under one and a half at a plus price. Plus price. Yep. 
Remember years ago when you guys were going over, you got the big plus prices. It was ridiculous, 180 to the under. Not anymore. You can get 150, 130 on most of these games to the under. So my goal usually is to get to the under 14 timeout and then make a decision. Because at that point, it's usually anywhere from plus 170 to plus 190 on the over. So if you're sitting at plus 130, now you can get plus 170 the other way, lock up a profit. I did it on the Detroit game last night. If I would have let it ride, it would have won. I bet 900 plus 130, 14-minute timeout, it was plus 135. I bet 900 the other way. Just lock up the 270, right? It would have won, but if you take a profit every time, I think that's a good idea. If you don't want to do that, you think the style of the game is there's not many opportunities, then I would try to get under eight minutes and lay the over at the same price, but say like over a half minus 130. And then you have the middle on one. Then you can possibly yeah. come if back If you can there. get all the way down to this under six, you're going to get a plus number both ways to try to middle it. Have you ever sat there like on a full slate and try to do it with like most of the games? I isolate. I never bet more than two at once because uh, you have yeah, to be watching tough. them for that. Yeah. yeah. Very good. How crazy is, and hectic is your life been or is going to be now coming up? I see Lebetard and Stugatz are going to be oh, at the this pool. Super Bowl. The, yeah. the thing cool. is about this Super Bowl, Vegas is always crazy for Super Bowl, but that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This is starting like Tuesday. Every There's so many so many different events starting Tuesday, and then, of course, people want to be here. We're going to, you know, we'll be at Radio Row here, but we'll have a lot of stations broadcasting out of here. Lebetard, they've already got like 600 reservations from their listeners to be at Stadium Swim. I think it's 600 on Friday, and they're there Thursday. they got like four 450 RSVPs for Thursday. Huge. Yeah, Good. awesome. It's great. Yeah, uh, great appearance as always, my man. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. We appreciate that. Mike Palm, call him the maestro. He is the VP of Circa Resort and Casino, the Golden Gate and the D here in downtown Las Vegas. Did a great job, by the way, with the... Uh, oh, MC. The, oh, con- what a job. the ceremony. On the seventh day resting. Yeah. Don't forget oh, the sure. little people. You remember two oh, years I, ago. I've seen you in action with truck giveaways, too. Yeah. yeah. What you awesome do. on the mic. Thanks for everything, guys. Yeah, there you go. V. Up next, In Pocket Plays... Here on Follow the Money is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're right. Well, when we first started doing the discussions on a daily basis with the uh, first period total talk back in 2019, Alex Smith, who is a really good NHL handicapper, was the first guy who put us on that. He reached out to me this week and he said, hey, watch for this spot on Thursday. Here are the details. The Kings are 1-9 in their last 10. They recently snapped an eight-game losing streak as they beat Carolina. Now tonight, they take on Nashville. It's a Malinsky special, by the way. Yeah. They're coming back from a six-game road trip to take on Nashville. The Predators have won 11 of their last 13 against L.A. And at home, the Kings have lost 19. Uh, check that they've lost 12 of 19. And they're laying a price tonight. I'm taking the Predators on the money line, plus 136 is the best I could find here this morning. It's available nationally as well. So give me Nashville tonight. Uh, the play I gave out yesterday, it was Jazz minus three and a half against the Warriors. Obviously, a very sad story there. The assistant coach for the Warriors had a heart attack at a team dinner, I believe yeah. it was, the night before, and he passed away yesterday. He's our age. 46. My God. Are you serious? Terrible. So the game was canceled, and obviously that's, you know, yep. refunded bet then. Yep. All right. It's a great hockey card tonight, too. Tampa plus six. They are 8-1 and one ATS in road games this year. See if Baker can do it again. I don't trust the Detroit defense. Every team to score a touchdown this weekend. Yes, minus $2. Jordan Love. Inter- will he throw an interception? No, plus 125. That's gone up. That keeps going up. I can't believe it. Stroud, same thing. Will Stroud throw an interception? No, plus 125. These are plus 140 now. Peterborough, Shrewsbury Town, over two and a half. Saturday, League One. 12 of the last 13 matches with Peterborough have gone over two and a half. Adding Mahomes. Will Mahomes throw an interception? No, minus 110. Bancos, this is his first road playoff game. But... 
I don't think he'll turn it over. And I like Allen to throw a pick. And again, if you go to our prop analyzer at vsin.com, if you bet Stroud, no, you're up 10 units. He's 13 and 3. If you bet Allen, yes, you're up plenty. He's 14 and 4. I say those three guys don't, and Allen does. There you go. If you're looking for a betting edge through the NFL playoffs and Super Bowl, we have you covered at VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. today. Get access to the daily best bets with the leaderboard and who has the hot hand. Sign up today. First 30 days, 999vson.com slash subscribe. Yeah, that's on me, by the way. I did bet Josh Allen over an INT minus 109. I forgot to give it to Luke. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning during the week, I don't know where I'm at. Yeah, no kidding. Tell me about off. it. Reba McIntyre will perform the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Post Malone, you a fan? I like him. I know he that will, you. I know that you don't, right? No, I like him. I think he's very, very talented. Yeah, where'd you get that from? Oh, I thought you ripped on no. him before. Well, I'm surprised he's doing America the Beautiful. Um, but that's, I like the beer bongs and Bentleys. That's a pretty good album. I think he's super solid, yeah. man, across the board as so an entertainer, he, singer. Right. Uh, play, plays a lot of instruments. Okay, Usher's Usher's doing the halftime. What do you think? <sighs> I don't know. Are we done with rock? Is this, what are we doing that. here? We can't get rock anymore? No, I think this is going to be it now. Th- th- that's I, it? I think it's going to be oh, like, well, God. no, you can't say that because... Well, the Chili Peppers were a while ago. We had Tom Petty. We had the Who. I well, thought two years ago, though, when they, they gave us Dre, Snoop, that was good. Eminem. You also had the that LA was, Connection. I, I, that's the, uh-huh. That was phenomenal. But yeah, it's, now it's turned into Katy Perry and Lady Gaga. I, but honestly, I think they've been pretty good halftime shows. Like people, no matter what, no mm-hmm. matter who plays. Yep, right. Michael Jackson can come back from the dead and put on an absolute A-plus performance. People would have a problem with it. Elvis Presley can come back. Same thing. The show that Jennifer Lopez and uh, Shakira Shaki- put oh, on very good. was outstanding. And oh, yet sure. all I saw was, ah, this sucks. What not are they doing? Yeah. I can- Old people, okay. right. I didn't think Rihanna was that good, but I cut her a break. She had a bun in the oven. Yeah. So that was, you know, between the limp syncing and other stuff, it's just, you're up against it. I mean, she's, uh, I think she's pregnant again. Did I see that right? Is that it's it's not, two in a row or three in a I, row? I don't know. I, I, maybe it was uh, the internet got me, but um, social media. But that's a good point about this. The old people really coming out about if it's if the if it's the younger performer and what, actually, what old people think. I'm surprised that um, I, she doesn't need to do it, obviously. But I'm surprised that Las Vegas go big or go home, right? I'm surprised that Taylor Swift's not doing it. I thought this would be, I mean, the Eras Tour here, it dominated all of 2023. I mean, she was her own economy. Yeah. She was building economies across the world, every city she Good went for into. Her. Giving truck drivers $100,000. That's Sick. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Probably wants to take some time off. Probably was a Maybe. grueling tour. Remember Metallica toured for two and a half years straight? Yeah. Can you imagine? Uh, the hell with it. We, uh, we'll have the energy. We'll do it. That album was so hot, and after Enter Sandman, they toured for two and a half years straight. I can't. I mean, how do you? How do you? How does James have a voice at that point? I know, be impossible. I, I'm Are with you okay with Usher? Eh, it feels like Usher ten years uh, ago, maybe, but yeah, yeah, not a fan. Has a lot of hits, but that's. I, I think they could, there's there's better options out there, and yeah. and we can mix it up, and don't forget about rock music too. Did you like the weekend? Eh, I thought it was okay. Okay. Gaga, Gaga was good. Who was it? Prince was unbelievable. Oh, Prince was Prince was all time top of the list. Yeah, yeah. very very top of the list. Um, right. So we started the show again, going back well to yesterday. We're kicking around the idea of will one of these openings across the NFL at head coach be filled by the mm-hmm. end of this show? Well, we have 25 minutes left, and I was joking around to begin the show saying Dallas, yeah, they found their guy. It's Mike McCarthy. So I'm actually, you said earlier that you were really surprised, but you said earlier in the week, though, that you would not be, you you think Jerry Jones would actually consider bringing him nah, back. Well, it's just, it just hit me because it's like, of course he doesn't do the right thing. Of course this was such I'm a, not surprised. it I'm, was such yeah. a no brainer and he just, but again, it goes back to what we do for a living and the NFL is at its best when the Cowboys and Raiders are good. And for just Dallas, yes, they won what they did in the regular season, but it, it's 29 years. For, for this guy, just with the ego, and then who knows, maybe it's the being cheap that he didn't want to pay the buyout, even though he has a $200 million boat. But it was such a no-brainer that you would move on for this guy with who's out there and available, that you point in the statement to his regular season success. It's an absolute embarrassment. I know Femi had a profanity-laced tirade on X. 
He was on with us Tuesday who works here and a Cowboy fan. Just for the apathy to send in and how do you even get excited to want to go to a game or buy tickets if you're a Cowboys fan. And he has to absolutely be the favorite to be the first coach fired next year. Mm-hmm. But to go 29 years and you can't even make an NFC title game. And it's also historic. This has never happened in the four major sports that you've had this type of winning percentage three years in a row and you can't even make a title game. Yeah. And then, of course, we played the, the comments of the press conference from the get-go where the whole thing was set up on a lie to begin with. I watched every game of every snap that season. Oh, I lied. I wanted the job. I say it in front of Jerry at the press conference. Right. So I'm, I'm curious, though, like overall, how misleading was their power rating and the final scores of how they dominated some of these teams at home this year? Again, don't forget, it came at the expense of the Commanders and the Giants and the Jets the, the week after they lost Aaron Rodgers and the Patriots, who were just an absolute stink bomb. And some of these, they did pound the Rams. That's the one game you can look at and say, very impressive. I know they also beat the Eagles by 20. Mm-hmm. Who can't beat the Eagles by 20 right now? Um, so the Rams, the one game that truly sticks out. The other games, it's... So I'm looking at next year's schedule, the home schedule. And if you take out the divisional teams, they get the Saints at home, the Buccaneers at home. Baltimore will play mm. in Dallas. Cincinnati plays in Dallas. They get Detroit and Houston. I mean, so based on what we've seen with the last four teams I just mentioned, Burrow will be back, you think, fully healthy at that time. Might not be as easy to do it at home like it was this year. For him to point to the regular season success and ignore the only... The only- only one playoff win that McCarthy's had in his Dallas tenure. It's just... I did not think it could get worse with how the game finished against San Francisco at home two years ago in the playoffs, where they called the quarterback sneak with 14 seconds left and no timeouts. And it's it's gotten worse. I mean, the game against Green Bay as a seven-point home favorite was over with in the second quarter. And I saw, yeah, I saw a lot of this on social media, too. I don't think it's in poor taste to point out his age and just say, listen, you're running out of time here. Yeah. You're in your 80s. You haven't made a a title game in 29 years. You have four playoff wins the last 27. Brady won five just in Tampa. And you don't want to just say, I would love until my my numbers, my numbers up and and that's it for me. I'd love to go out and win a Super Bowl. So at least get there. And he has a chance to do that and move on from this guy who never shut the got got the job in the first place. But it's just it's infuriating to be a Dallas fan. You are stuck now at least. 15 combined years of McCarthy and Garrett. Yeah, it just feels like we're in a never-ending cycle here. Like, so when he's 95 years old, picture this in, you know, 14, 15 years, when he finally fires McCarthy and then he hires Kellen Moore and Kellen Moore is there for seven years and they can't get out of the first round, I got to be patient. Right. Does the Sun do the same thing? I don't know. Maybe it's all about ego and then the Sun just takes over and he's I'm going to do what I'm not going to hire a big time coach I want the credit all right fantasy football hall of famer Paul Charchian with an a-plus appearance last week find out who he likes with player props coming up next from BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VEASAN daily newsletter. The lady does a great job, and check it out with the latest odds and trends, links to the VEASAN top reads, latest podcast. Today, there's a good write-up and preview on the Ravens-Texans game, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. And by the way, for those uh, asking questions still, for the frequently asked questions, Bill created a link to that. I tweeted that out as well, at Mitch Moss Radio, vcin.com to go check it out. On top of it, okay, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian joins the program now. Uh, Dare I say, based on the results, his best appearance of all time last week? Yes. Nothing to live up to this week, Charch. (laughs) No, right. Um, (laughs) That was, I can't top that, I don't think. So we gave out 10 angles. We lost one of them on the final carry of Kareem Hunt's day, and he went. He hit the over. We were under by one yard, and then um, and then the only thing we missed was we bet we had hit Pukanakua four different ways, and the only thing he didn't hit was first touchdown. So I don't feel bad if I go eight out of ten and I missed a first touchdown, which is awfully tough, and I miss a guy by a yard. That's I don't think I that's it. I, I, I can only go down from there. That's it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you, and I wonder how many people were all over the Nakua stuff. I mean, same game parlays to lead the weekend in receiving yards, all those numbers that were available. So based on him blowing up, and you you had a beautiful breakdown of that last week against this Lions defense, what does that mean for Tampa's matchup coming up on Sunday? We're going to exploit the same angle that got us to Puka Nakua with a little bit, the the results weren't exactly how I described it. And Mitch, you and I texted about this mid-game a little bit. Last week, we highlighted how bad Lions cornerback Kendall Vildor is. Now, and the way they use Kendall Vildor is they basically spent the game hiding him. And they they put him on the opposite side of Puka Nakua as much as they possibly can. So even with Nakua blowing up, and even though Kendall Vildor is on the other side of the field, he still got roasted, just not by Puka, who did hit him once uh, for one catch. But the other Rams receivers, remember that long 2-2 Atwell touchdown? That was on him. Kendall Vildor still gave up 101 yards in his coverage and gave up a touchdown in his coverage. Um, And we talked about this last week. Kendall Vildor giving up 22 yards per reception on average. Last week, gave up 25 yards (laughs) per reception. You're giving up a quarter of the field every time somebody throws in your your direction. (laughs) So... Who is it going to be this time? I believe they're going to hide Kendall Vildor from Mike Evans, and that's going to put Chris Godwin on Kendall Vildor for much of this game. So we're betting the over five and a half receptions for Chris Godwin, over 63 and a half yards, and we're going to hit that anytime touchdown at plus 250 for Chris Godwin. And who gets the Kendall Vildor uh, pristine path coming up this weekend. Beautiful. Now, for those watching at the same time, we have a graphic, and you can explain this now. And this happened to a lot of the props that you wanted to talk about today. And these moved throughout the week, obviously. It was 57 and a half. So you're still comfortable betting over 63 and a half with him? Yeah, I don't like the I don't like that everybody's moving with me on this, but yes, I'm still I'm still hitting it. I know every yard counts, and I'm not discounting the move here. But and you may be able to shop it for less. I'm giving you DraftKings numbers. So you might be able to shop it for less somewhere else if you feel strongly about it. But I'd still, I'm still comfortable over 63 and a half. Yeah, and here's the thing now with sports books posting, I think, player props earlier and earlier, specifically this time of year, you can't help. I mean, you come on Thursdays, you can't help with some of these numbers moving. How does that correlate into what you, what you uh, expect with Baker Mayfield coming up? Big game coming here. Big game? Um, yeah, big game coming. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk even more about this and why I, I feel really comfortable uh, towards the passing game here. But... Baker Mayfield, we're going to hit the over 254 yards and over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus 105. That's gone down. Baker didn't score when these teams met in week six. I don't care. He is a different quarterback now. Lions are a lot worse in coverage now due to injuries. Godwin's matchup, I already told you, I love. But Mike Evans' matchup is also very good. He's going to go up against Cam Sutton, 
Sutton was the guy who mostly got roasted by Puka Nakua last week. He's given up a touchdown in three of his past four games. Evans has got six inches and 50 pounds on Cam Sutton. Baker's thrown multiple touchdowns in six of the past seven and 10 of the past 13. So just if everything, everything is trending to this, to be a big game for Baker, Baker Mayfield. And get this, here's your passing totals allowed by the Lions the last four weeks. 411 passing yards, 354, sorry, 345 passing yards, 396 passing yards, and 367. My number's only 254. Yeah. That's a that is a that's a strong, strong play. I really like Baker Mayfield here. Yeah. Two of those, Nick Mullins, if you can believe it as well. Uh that's so right. this is this is also correlated. So God went over, Baker over. But then yep. you got to take White under. They don't try That's to right. run the ball. They can't run the ball. Detroit hasn't allowed a running back to rush for 70 yards this year. You're taking all my talking points. Sorry. That's all exactly right. The under 55 and a half. You know, Bucks don't run well. They do pass well. Lions de- run defense is great. They ranked fifth in run defense by Pro Football Focus. Number one in rushing yards allowed. Number three in yards per carry allowed. And number two in rushes attempted. So you can't, you, there's not even going to be the volume there for Rashad White on the ground. Possible negative game script coming. If you think that six and a half point spread is legit, then we've got a negative game script that's going to de-emphasize the run of the Lions' last nine opponents. Seven of their seven of those teams did not have a runner reach this line for Rashad White under 55 and a half rushing yards. All the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guests, fantasy football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian. You can follow him on X at Paul Charchian. Okay, so the early game that we have coming up on Saturday, Houston, Baltimore. How do you want to attack the Texans? And which player do you think is going to have a little bit of success? Is it going to be Devin Singletary? It is going to be Devin Singletary here. Now, so if I if I just as as you think of the Ravens. First thing that comes to mind, great defense. But is it entirely? I think most listeners will be shocked to learn, and viewers. Over the last five weeks, the Ravens ranked 29th in rushing yards allowed, 30th in yards per carry at 5.2 yards per carry. Since week 10, five different running backs have topped 100 yards against Baltimore, Even in blowout Baltimore wins, it hasn't mattered. Houston runs the ball 26 times per game. Singletary's going to get almost all of that. Since he's taken over the starting job in week nine, Singletary's averaging 74% of the carries for Houston. And last week, all other Houston runners combined for three rushes. So Singletary's going to get all the work. The way you beat the Ravens is on the ground. He's running well. And our line is is low, 56 and a half rushing yards in. We'll take it. Love the breakdown. Okay, so let's flip it then. It's always kind of a muddled backfield, the way it seems, in terms of rushing yards for the backfield of the Ravens. Gus Edwards, his prop is 45 and a half. Is that too many? It's too many. We're going to go under. Last week, we hit the under on the Browns' number one runner against the Texans. Uh, We're going back to the well against Gus Edwards this week. Over the past five, uh, five regular season games, Texans, ranked number one in yards per carry at 3.2 yards per carry. And then last week for the playoffs, they held Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford to two and a half yards per carry. That's it. And here's some things to know about Gus Edwards. He is a replacement level runner. He's 4.1 yards per carry. He's pro football focuses 44th ranked runner And this backfield. And you alluded to this, Mitch, this backfield is way muddier than, than we want. Justice Hill gets a lot of work. Melvin Gordon, maybe even Dalvin Cook makes an appearance here. So, um, and since week 12, Gus Edwards averaging only 11 carries per game. That's not going to be enough to get him to this line. Your recent better backs have failed to top Gus's line against Houston. Like Derrick Henry twice hasn't hit this line. Jerome Ford twice. Brees Hall didn't do it. So this is a tough matchup. Gus Edwards isn't very good. We're going under. It's a blinds move up to 50 and a half yards. One more. This is the one you like the least, though. Schultz under. You don't love this it? This is the one out of all the things we're talking about. This is the one I'm least I'm least confident in, but let's talk it through for a second. Okay. It's a little bit complex. Okay. Ravens have got an elite coverage safety, Kyle Hamilton. Maybe the best safety in the league going. Here's what you need to know. When there's when he's going up, Hamilton gets deployed against a slot receiver if there's a good slot receiver to play against. So, for example, 
when they played San Francisco, Kyle Hamilton was on Debo Samuel. And what happened was George Kittle went off for 126 yards. Then when Kyle Hamilton's on tight ends and there isn't a great slot receiver and he goes on tight ends, that tight end withers and dies. Now we get to Houston. Their slot receiver is John Mechie. That is no threat. They don't need to deploy Kyle Hamilton on John Mechie. They're going to put him on Dalton Schultz. In the first game, that's how the previous game these teams played. That's how it went down. Schultz had two catches for four yards. We're going to go under mm. the line on Dalton Schultz. It's moved down to 36 and a half receiving yards. Does that make sense? The whole Kyle Hamilton thing? Mm. Oh, yeah. No, no, of course it does. Yeah. All right, good. Excellent analysis as always. Let's hope that you can uh, get close to what you did last week. Yeah, let's see. I don't you know how many in totality this is, like eight. Well, we'll just do uh, seven of eight. Okay. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. No we problem. don't want to get just greedy. We don't want to go 100% yeah, right. here. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Thanks, exactly. pal. We Thank appreciate you. it. Thanks, friends. Talk to you later. Bye bye. There you go. Again, you can follow him on X. He's at Paul Charging. Missed any of the show? Go back, search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. Good, good luck betting tonight. We'll see you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 